Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee. As always, take a hot second of gratitude and thank yourself Let's start training that reticular activating system right away. Thank yourself for the work that you are doing to invest your ears, your beautiful listening ability into content that uplifts, inspires, and yes, in my true Enneagram 8 fashion, challenges you to rise up and into your total and complete full potential. So if you're ready to get started, let's dive in. Because I know, having worked with many, many amazing creative and entrepreneurial clients and business leaders, that everyone from time to time feels fear. It is so normal. It is so average. In fact, it is like hardwired into your brain to feel fear because that's how we're built. Our two million year old brains were built so that should we be chased by a saber-toothed tiger, we will have the appropriate response and run away. The thing is, is that so often our fears now are just mental and emotional fears. They're not actual physical danger fears. And so for those of you who definitely want to be standing out more, who want to be center stage, who want the recognition and the validation that you do for all the work that you do, let me just tell you, fear is boring. It's boring. It is so fucking average. It is so normal. And come on, let me just say, you are far better than normal. So what's the difference? So how do you stand out beyond fear? That takes courage. That takes courage to lean into doing the things that scare you. It takes courage to shift your programming, to shift how you've been thinking, feeling, and believing on a daily basis. It takes courage to shift that amount of programming because you don't know what's on the other side. You don't know what it would be like if you really believed that it's always this or something better? Like, how would you know unless that was a belief that you'd been programmed and conditioned with since you were young? More often, we're taught that failure is this big thing and it's ruin, especially for my high achievers. My higher achievers, like when they perceive failure in such a way, and I know this speaking from experience as well, that like any sort of failure is like 
disaster. It's ruined. Their reputation's done. Um, their uh, credibility is shot to shit. Like they have this fear that it's just like they'll never recover from it. And I'm like, girl, please, you are resilient AF. Because you, if you look pat, pack back if you look back to any of your past failures any of your past mistakes any of your past fuck-ups or whatever if you look back at that odds are if you learn from that experience then you just had the most powerful lesson and degree from the school of hard knocks and you graduated with honors and the next thing was probably better Like I can look back to my two biggest failures that could be perceived as failures of being bought out of my first e-commerce company and my first marriage. I wasn't bought out of my first marriage, (laughs) Um, but being, but like going through that experience, like I perceive that as a failure. I had so much shame around that for years. The thing was like, let's start with the marriage thing first. The thing was, was that because I went through that experience, because I leaned, I, I had that, that wonderful learning lesson, it prepared me. Because of that, that marriage and because of the end of that marriage, what happened was I had my first few months without someone romantically in my life. Like, I hadn't been single since I was 19. I had four years of hopping from relationship to relationship to relationship and ended up taking, like, the divorce made me really take a hot second back and be like, well, okay, what's the pattern here? Like, what am I bringing? Like, let's assess because maybe this whole relationship thing is not my jam at this moment. And it did allow me to take some self-assessment to have a, a... some breathing room to, to then try a different way. I dated somebody in between um, my ex and, and Spike, um, but it allowed me to try something different, to try uh, meeting someone who was different, more intellectual. And then with I met Spikey, and it was like this wonderful balance between someone who was very, yeah, I'm not even going to get into that. That was, yeah. Spikey's my Spikey, and I love him so much. Um, but that I would, I and I, I told Spike I would never have been prepared to marry him. I never would have been ready to marry him or meet him had I been the woman that I was back when I was twenty-two. Like, and it change doesn't have to take that long. It can take, like that was like literally a year. It was a year since from when I left my ex to meeting Spike. It took a year. It was a year of transformation. But like that is how fast you can change. It doesn't have to take decades if you learn from your mistakes. The same was true when I was bought out of my e-commerce company back in 2014 when we signed the, the buyout agreement three weeks before I got married. I had the idea for crown yourself on my honeymoon four weeks later. The thing was is that that the experience from that business, that first business, um, really tainted my self-confidence. It really made me doubt myself and my ability to run a successful business, even though I'd been running my Pilates studio in Los Angeles for years. Um, it, it totally tainted and, and 
had like doubt just permeated my mind and fear, fear of success, because it wasn't really the fear of success. It was the fear of having success and then losing it all again. And once I did, after I got pregnant, once I did a self-assessment of like, let's see, could I really lose something that I want to like build? Could I really lose Crown Yourself? And I was thinking of comparing all the circumstances of really looking at the fear of what it was that I was afraid of. And I was like, okay, this doesn't even make logical sense. I don't have a business partner. It's a totally different business model. I have owned two businesses before. Like I know how to do this. So the fear was just an illusion. It was all these stories that I'd built up in my mind. And that's what fear is. And we all do it. And that's why fear is boring. Like you don't want to be in, like you don't go to somebody to be inspired and uplifted who is fearful all the time. You go them to them to maybe complain about your problems or maybe um, have a chat or maybe like try to uplift them. But if someone's fearful all the time, if someone's backing down, you're not looking to them for uh, growth or for advice or to expand you. Fear contracts. It is an energy of contraction, of hiding, of avoiding, of sticking your head in the sand. And it's boring, quite frankly, because if we all experience it, then for those of us who decide and want to stand out, for those of us who know that we are different, that we are made for more, that we are made to do great things, that we have a purpose that is literally tugging on our hearts, well then, doesn't that mean that we're way beyond normal? Doesn't that mean that we're way beyond average and the average feeling is fear? So what could we do instead? We can learn, we can no longer fear failure for one, because if all our failures, if all our past mistakes or mess ups or fuck ups or whatever you want to call what you would perceive to be a failure, if we perceive that instead as a learning lesson, then how much faster can you grow? If it's just a learning lesson, then where is the self-judgment? There's no more self-judgment on it. There's no more judgment on on what you went through. I had to stop passing judgment on both of my two uh, perceived failures because I had to own the fact that, yes, that happened. No, it was not pleasant. <laughs> like there was definitely it was definitely an experience that I would prefer not to relive. But it taught me something. It taught me something super powerfully. So once you gather the fact that you can have your greatest lessons after your and your most your your greatest ideas and the best things can come can literally rise from the ashes then wouldn't somebody who's extraordinary want to have that happen faster? Like wouldn't you run a little faster into doing those things that scare you because you know that on the other side of it is something greater, is an opportunity, is growth, is expansion? Wouldn't you want to be hurrying your little tush faster towards it? Yeah, 
You'd lean into things a little bit more. You'd be more courageous, make more asks. One of the biggest things I teach my clients is to ask more, ask for referrals, ask for business, ask for support, ask for, let people know what your dream is. Have the courage to literally shout it from the rooftops. There is a reason why clients come to me me out of nowhere, like literally out of nowhere, because I know it's not out of nowhere. It's because of the energy of how I show up. I show up with vision, with courage. So how can you lean in to the faith that your vision is possible? on some quantum realm because you had that thought or that dream or or that that idea that that can be something and it can be something extraordinary and whatever that thing is the process of you getting to that thing is going to grow you it's going to expand you it's going to have you showing up in a different light with different beliefs Believing in yourself, believing that you're worthy of it. And I can tell you this, from my perspective, I believe that because you were tasked with this mission, this soul calling, that it is yours and that only you, with all the experiences you've been through, all the shit you've had to live through, and all the amazing things you've done, that those things shaped you into being the only person who can fulfill that mission. Because only you can do it in the way that you do it. And there are certain people that will only resonate and connect with how you do it. So what if You allowed fear to be boring. What if fear was no longer a signal to stop or to pause or to delay, but to move forward, to run faster, to lean in farther, to say, okay, cool, I'm feeling fear around doing this thing. I'm going to lean in more. This is obviously something that I need to, to grow from, to grow into. So I ask you, what is it that you have been fearing? What is that thing that when you put your head on your pillow at night, you're like, mother effer, I didn't do that thing. And you know, because here's the thing. Your self-worth is shaped by the acts of courage that you do toward doing something purposefully. That mission, that purpose, that, that calling that you have on your heart Only you know if you move toward it or away from it when you put your head on the pillow at night. Only you know if you allowed boring old fear to rule your your kingdom again or if you decided to step up like the badass leader that you are and lean in and say, not today, fear. I'm doing this. I'm making this big ask. I'm finishing this project. I'm doing this. I'm allowing myself to be compassionate, 
Sometimes that is the biggest thing. Because especially if you haven't been treating yourself with with compassion, like the fear of releasing self-judgment, that's a fear too. And that's a boring fear to have. But what if you allowed for those moments where you catch yourself being scared of giving yourself too much grace or being scared of giving yourself too much compassion or being scared of giving yourself credit for things that you have done and earned? What if instead you notice that fear, that initial signal to deflect the compliments or to uh, punish yourself in some way with a, a negative deflating comment or something else or with exercise or whatever? What if instead you took a moment and you noticed that fear, that, that initial response, and you questioned it? What if in that moment you questioned, oh, okay, cool. I'm doing that thing again where I pass lots of self-judgment on myself about all the things that I didn't do or that I did wrong or blah, blah, blah. Oh, what if I just gave myself a little bit more compassion? What if I gave myself forgiveness? What if I gave myself a little bit of grace? Once you question it and you feel the feelings of that fear bubble up, and you know what I'm talking about, of like, no, I can't do that. That means I won't work hard, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. I challenge you now. To notice when fear comes up, whether it's around a belief, around a project, around a task, around a feeling. Because it's possible to have feelings, fear around feeling feelings. Especially, this is something that I talk about with my empire builders a lot. Of the fears, especially when you know how powerful you are and you know that you are a master manifester of your reality like feeling feelings that are negative can be freaking scary. Like it's like, oh no, I don't want this in my world. I've worked so hard to not have this. So you fear the feeling of any sort of negative feeling, even if it's appropriate and warranted, even if it's a natural response that your primal lizard brain had like comes up with because you're feeling fear. The brain, this, your mind doesn't recognize whether it's a fear that's founded because you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger or it's an emotional fear based on feelings of feeling uh, fears of feeling rejected or judgment. Or if it's an emotional fear because you're not used to having compassion. So if you've trained your brain thus far to not recognize when to be kind to yourself, then being kind to yourself will stimulate feelings of fear. Because you're not used to it. And that's okay. But what if instead, when you recognize that initial gut feeling of fear and all those reasons as to why you should not treat yourself with more self-compassion, as to why you should not uh, give yourself a little bit of grace and some slack and celebrate the amazing things that you do do that you probably don't celebrate enough? What if instead you recognize that and you're like, okay, cool, I'm feeling fear awesome. Fear is boring. So this obviously means something that I need to lean into 10 times as much. So how can I love myself even more? How can I give myself even more grace? How can I be kinder to myself? How can I treat myself 
as well as I treat others. Because you see, the golden rule does go both ways. So what if you allowed fear to mean something different? What if instead of fear meaning run away? What if fear just became so boring and average and common, which is so not you, that you decided to lean in, to go full force, to say, okay, cool, I'm feeling fear. All right, let's go universe. Let's do this. I know I've got growth. I know I've got expansion. I know I can strengthen this muscle of of whatever it is that you need to strengthen. Maybe it's the muscle of creativity, of pushing through that that writer's block, or maybe it's the the muscle of compassion, of pushing through, of saying, okay, I'm going to be even more compassionate with myself and pass and like work on passing even less judgment. What if it's the fear of of other people rejecting you because you're not joining every single meeting that they say you should be at. And instead you claim your power and you say, okay, cool. All right. I'm feeling fear about saying no more often and only choosing the things that are a hell yes. Because when you start to lean in, when you start to recognize that fear is only a signal and it's a signal for greater courage, having the courage to speak up for yourself, having the courage to hold your prices, having the courage to create the projects that you want to create, having the courage to reach out to that person that you're going to make a big ass to. So if you love this episode, Take a screenshot of it. Tag me on the Insta stories at Kimberly.Spencer and at Crown Yourself Now so we can share your learnings with everyone else because I want to highlight you for the breakthroughs that you are having by listening to this content that you have blessed your ears with. So if you love this episode, also leave a review in iTunes. I love seeing your reviews. And if you do, I will give you a very special hypnosis. If you send in the screenshot of that review to info at crownyourself.com, I will send you a very special hypnosis that I only give to my private clients at this moment. So you will get that for free as my gift and my thanks you to you. So thank you so much for listening. And remember that your reign is now. Throw that bitch fear off your throne and get to ruling your life as only you can. Because only then will you fully achieve your full potential. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at Crown Yourself Now or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.